Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 518 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the city of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios. I know it's a Wednesday night. Typically, Matt is right beside me, but things happen. <laughs> Family members come to visit, and that's where Matt's at. Matt's aunt made a surprise visit to the fam this week, so... Matt's enjoying a family day. Sometimes you need a family day. Dude, I'm all in on family days. I'm but, all in on them. But joining me from the Pitts Cave, the host with the most, the people's champ, the Sunday co-host, and newly anointed tough guy, God, tough Mr. Patty Pitts. Yeah, apparently we don't like that. I have some bling bling going on everywhere. All right. Sorry. You are just, we're not anointed being champion of the peeps you just it's it's a tough look i understand the jealousy i get it uh but it's a it's a tough task that you know what you're just not up to i am that's why i'm not only here on sunday sometimes i'm back here on wednesday and kyle i could not be more excited coming off of what i just watched all right so i've told you i've been doing my wrestlemania rewatches to get me hyped up for wrestlemania april 1st and 2nd two night event guess how many i have watched 35. Oh, 30. We're at so 30. Close. I couldn't Dang. remember if you said you I couldn't remember the number you told me on Sunday, so I was trying to like bump we it caught up, up for you. We caught up. That's a big numby right there. It's a big numby. I'm I'm going to Limitless on Saturday too, heading up to Maine. Things are going good. Can't complain. I'm just happy to be here. New pits on parade coming out soon. Bro. That's you. I mean, I'm looking back at those clips you posted on on social. And the one thing that stands out is not the blanket or like that. I'm just like chilling. What's up? But like, I forgot that I did this. I'm such a genius sometimes that before the show started or in mid show, I put it on my like right here. And I was like, let's see if anyone notices. And I it's like the only thing I can notice in any video. Patty Shamrocks. <laughs> there it is. Patty, Patty three clovers. <laughs> We love it. We love it. We love it. Uh, also, since, you know, Patty Pitts is a tough guy, trophysmack.com slash underground. Upgrade your fantasy smack talk. Go support the the homies. Um, we got a loaded show to dive into. The World Baseball Classic has come to an end. What an exhilarating final it was. We'll dive into all of that. We'll dive into the Sixers. James Harden out with an Achilles uh, soreness injury tonight against the Bulls. What does that mean for the future, you know, down the stretch here for the Sixers? What should they do, you know, as they're competing for that two-in-one seed potentially? Uh, we'll get into the Philadelphia Union as well. We'll get into more NFL free agency. And, of course, for the real true blue sickos at the end, just because Matt's not here 
doesn't mean we're not talking Survivor 44. Buffs and Snuffs stays on the docket every Wednesday, so stay tuned if you're a Survivor fan. We're going to be talking Buffs and Snuffs Survivor 44. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. We are live right now. If you're watching live on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UndergroundPHI, Facebook.com slash UndergroundSportsPHI, and Twitch.tv slash UndergroundSportsPHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on the old Instagram machine. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. It helps the show massively when you subscribe, listen, download, share it with your people, leave a five-star review on Apple, leave a five-star rating on Spotify. It helps the show continue to grow, helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's get back on those charts, full-blown, big-time stuff. Uh, Go subscribe, Apple, Spotify, and Subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes of this podcast twice a week. You get live streams, original content. You get pits on parade coming at you real soon. You get shorts. You get interviews. All that good stuff. And every podcast on our network, full video episodes. We are currently sitting at 418 YouTube subscribers. It is March 22nd. By the end of the month, can we get to 430? Can we get to 430 subscribers by March 31st? Let's make that happen. We're on that road to 500, on that road to 1K. Let's keep it pushing. Subscribe to the YouTube, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, this show is presented by our hometown, the city of Vineland uh, and the city of Vineland municipal calendar. Features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Finally, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. Also, big shout out to our sponsors who, in turn, help make this show happen along with the city of Vineland, Maine Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, the World Baseball Classic, though, Patty Pitts, it has come and gone. Sadly. Our, our breakdown here brought to you by our amazing March partners, PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game. They're going to be part of our live tailgate podcast series going on this baseball season, which stay tuned. We got details on that on this episode that you don't want to miss. Uh, and this show brought to you by PHI Apparel Company, who provide unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philadelphia with their original designs for all. There's no doubt you'll stand out in the crowd when you're going to the Wells Fargo Center getting ready for Sixers postseason basketball. If you're still going to Flyers games, Wings games, Wings going on that postseason hunt, right around the corners, baseball season, Citizens Bank Park, stand out in the crowd. 
Get your Underground Sports Philadelphia merch as well. All the exclusive Underground Sports Philadelphia merch is found at PHI Apparel Company. And our listeners can use promo code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any apparel order when you shop online at phiapparel.co. Pits, you and I have hoodies from our awesome merch partners. We also have shirts. They're the most comfortable right things. Right, right here. Most comfortable hoodie that I own. So comfy. It's so I'm soft. It just envelops you. It's so soft. It's made of that, like, I don't know what it's called, but it's, you know, the warm and fuzzy feeling. The gift from the gods is what it's It really from. is. No, it's awesome. I w would wear this to work, but I don't. I wear it when I'm home so I can stay warm, not when I'm home. Because you don't want it to smell like fish. It, there it is. That's, I was <laughs> going to say it, but I'm happy that you said it for me because, oh, my God, Kyle, there's nothing worse than coming home and smelling like fish. Patty I fish. I don't want to get it on my... <laughs> I can't, I can't get it. Go fish, baby. I, I can't get it on my merch. And then, then it just ruined. It's ruined. PHIapparel.co. Get your own merch. And when you get it, tag us. Instagram, Twitter. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from. Uh, everywhere. Whether it's in Philadelphia or across the globe. We want to see it. Pitts, the World Baseball Classic. Team USA falls to Team Japan 3-2 to two in just an electric final in the world baseball classic you had home runs uh it was truly the philadelphia phillies versus team japan uh because the two so, runs from trey turner captain america himself and kyle schwarber hit just continues to hit tank shots off of you darvish i was having flashbacks to game one of the nlcs and listening to joe davis to say schwarber how far does this one go like it was electric. Schwarber hit like 10 foul balls that I thought were just all home runs the way he was hitting them. I was like, oh, he's locked in. He knows you Darvish like the back of his hand. And yeah. then he just crushes one into the second deck at Lone Depot Park in Miami. Unfortunately, just not enough firepower offensively for Team USA. Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout in the final at bat. The WB script writers were cooking. Oh, my God, dude. The script was on point. For that final at bat, uh, like you couldn't have scripted it any better. That's what, the, and that's what makes the World Baseball Classic that good because you have teammates going up against each other, different countries, and they have a sense of pride that you're not going to get whether it's the MLB or whatever professional league. You're playing for your home country for, I would say, 95% of these guys. So to play with your home country against fellow teammates and other peers around the league, that's like it feels like you're back in Little League when you travel to that, tra uh, you know, baseball tournament, you know, hours away, car rides, whatever, and you're staying in those cabins. What Like you get that feeling again, which you don't really have that in the MLB anymore or any real professional league to the, for that matter. Did you see Shohei Otani's pregame locker room speech? No. I have I, to I, find it. Um, it was... It was like something out of a movie. Like, as much as we wanted Team USA to win, this felt like the moment that Team Japan was just not going to yeah. lose this title. Uh, so this is his pregame speech ahead of the World Baseball Classic Championship. Translated. Uh, let's stop admiring, he says them, but Team USA. If you admire them, you can't surpass them. 
We came here to surpass them, to reach the top. For one day, let's throw away our admiration for them and just think about winning. That is something out of a movie. Like, I'm ready to if go. I play for Team Japan, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. There's a baseball field across my house right now. Do you want me to go out and hit dingers? Let's that go. made me do it. I'm, like, so amped. Like, that is... That, that just shows how important the World Baseball Classic was. And, like, the scenes in the beginning. Trout walking out with the American flag. Otani with the Japanese flag. This year, like, the World Baseball Classic in years prior. Started in 2006. Team USA doesn't win one until 2017. So, like, it wasn't really on the radar in the U.S. Like, 0609 Japan wins. Uh, 2013, the Dominican Republic wins. And then 2017... Team USA gets over the, the mountaintop and ends up winning. Team USA in the final again this year. It's one of those things that, like, 2017, like, the the hardcore baseball fans knew about the World Baseball Classic. And, like, nobody was really playing for Team USA. Like, that was, like, Adam Jones' peak of his career. He was, like, one of the superstars. Andrew McCutcheon was one of the stars. And, like, mm-hmm. they were they were very good baseball players at that point. But it wasn't loaded like this 2020 team gonna, was. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Is, that, and is this team like more star power, you know, more professional? Lineup-wise, yes. yes. Pitching-wise, we'll get to. And I hope that this year inspires, in 2026, more pitchers of... Not saying that the pitchers were bad, but like you look at, you know, Merrill Kelly and 97-year-old Adam Wainwright and Kyle Freeland... Yeah, Kyle Freeland was probably one of the best starters on the roster, and he's on a very good team. He's like a number three. You didn't have a true ace. You know, when Team Japan in the eighth and ninth inning can throw you Darvish and Shohei Otani at you back-to-back on the mound, that's pretty legit, you know? There's teams that had quality – like, even though they didn't get out of the the group play, the Dominican Republic had somebody like Sandy Alcantara, who's the NL Cy Young winner, on the mound for them. You know, Team USA didn't really have that high stature quality starting pitcher where, like, imagine if, like, a Corbin Burns or Zach Wheeler or, you know, somebody who's been in the Cy Young candidacy or even is, like, an ace on just a team comes in and plays. Maybe we have a different discussion in some of these yeah. games for Team USA. Um, I thought across the board, like, 2023's World Baseball Classic put the level of importance and relevancy and just the stature that this tournament is into a new echelon. Like, the WBC is here. You saw hundreds upon thousands of people who you wouldn't even know watch baseball tweeting about the World Baseball Classic last night. Yeah. Like, everyone was watching it. it everyone it, it was watching important. it. It was so fun to just sit and watch competitive baseball on March 21st that typically you don't get. And, like, people talking about, oh, you know, people aren't into it because it's it's not full-blown baseball season. You should make this during the All-Star break. No. No. You're going to get even less people to play because it's mid-season and people yeah. are going to be like, oh, I'm not sending my guy during the regular season to potentially get hurt. Like, you know, Altuve got hurt in this for Venezuela. He's out like two and a half months, but he's going to be back this year for the Astros. It sucks for Edwin Diaz, but like 
guys get hurt in spring training. We talked about this on Sunday. Like having it now makes the most sense. And it's every four. It's not like it's every year. It's every four years. And this year it's going to be, you know, three years because they're just getting it back on cycle. Um, So the world baseball classic is coming back in 2026. That was confirmed. Rip to the haters. Um, That was confirmed. Very excited. I did see something about, cause you know, they don't use all the rules and stuff that Major League Baseball uses. So there's no pitch clock uh, in the World Baseball Classic. I didn't see anybody complaining about the speed of the game. And last night, the showdown between Otani and Trout would have been pitch clock violations every yeah. single time. I hope, you know, at least for the playoffs, I hope Major League Baseball like looks at it and is like, if it's within a certain amount of runs... You know, say it's a, it's got to be two runs or less, something like that type of situation. Pitch clock's turned off because the, the, just scenes and the the pomp and circumstance and the crowd electricity and just the showdown between the two titans of Major League Baseball right now. You have the best American player and the best international player on the international stage going against each other and guess what they also play for the same team in major league baseball first time they're facing each other in this kind of level ever ever. i hope for the postseason turn the pitch clock off if it's a two run or less game because that type of energy that type of build-up is just so so fun in baseball and that's one thing that you need in baseball still to bring it back to relevancy and put it in that echelon uh, of, uh, you know, uh, eyes on the on the product with the NFL and NBA, you know, and how they market their leagues. With this, I sense it is like a competitive spring training because how else are you going to prepare for 162 games? Better than playing in a tournament for your country, you know, with more of a personal importance rather than an importance on, you know, a franchise success, all that. And that's what I want to see moving forward is how they move that, like keep that going and, you know, all that. It's going to be, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean. I was I was on the edge of my seat every single at bat, no matter who was up to to hit and who was pitching. Happen. It was a roller coaster ride. Trey Turner does it again, ties a World Baseball Classic record. That home run was a piss missile. That was that was a lightning. Unreal. Ball. That was one of those like splat right into somebody's glove in the outfield, like. Trey Turner was magnificent in this World Baseball Classic and really put himself in the, I think, in the eyes of Phillies fans who have known Trey as a Washington National and then goes to the Dodgers. And we haven't gotten to really see Trey in prime time because playing on the West Coast does that for you. Give us those East Coast start times again, everybody. Um, I think Phillies fans, myself included, are like, holy shit, like we have Trey Turner for the next decade. It's incredible. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, amazing. I the crazy part is is like the Phillies in the World Baseball Classic between Turner, Schwarber, and JT Realmuto, 
like carried the team offensively like oh, yeah. did so much of the heavy lifting and the funniest part is trey turner hasn't even put on a phillies uniform in an actual game yet like he won't wear a That's Phillies insane. uniform until March thirtieth. Not even a Philly yet. Not even a Philly yet. Like he played in a couple spring training games, which sure, but they're not actual like regular season MLB games. Oh, those hasn't aren't even, sanctioned. Hasn't even <laughs> appeared in an MLB those game. Sanctioned. Those aren't sanctioned. That's Fugazi. <laughs> it's unreal. It's yeah. That's just wild. God. God. What be nice to know, have a you know future of your franchise shortstop that you can really rely on for big moments and clutch moments and to carry your team. That's nice, Kyle. That's it's really nice. Gotta love it. Well, I want to ask you this because you've kind of been sheltered away from baseball over the past couple of years. It just hasn't really grabbed your interest. Obviously mm -hmm. it doesn't help when the Red Sox are in a, a rebuilding era for anybody it who doesn't know Pitsy. Is. He lives in Massachusetts. He's a Red Sox fan. Um, but you said like the world baseball classic was going to be like your, your own personal, like dive back into the deep end with baseball. Yeah. How was that soiree for you? And are you ready to like be fully enveloped again by baseball, which was a sport you've loved all your life. I'm ready to start getting back in the pool. If that's a good comparison. You know, the world baseball classic was a good teaser in the sense that it gave me all the reasons why I love baseball in the first place. You know, you have those moments. I mean, for God's sakes, Hey, Rosarena. That, that was incredible. That catch. And then the whole moment of him staring like, it's moments like that that, you know, you get you back into it. It's like fun again, and the players are showing their true colors. And the games are competitive. You know, I think that was the big thing is that, you know, the games were competitive. It was, you know, entertaining to watch where it just has not been for the past couple of years. And then when it is, it's like, oh, shit, the Red Sox are good again. Uh, let me go tune in in the playoffs. And then it's like, oh, well, you have to pay, like, there's a shift right now in Boston sports. I think for the better, the Sox are, are going to come out, you know, I think one of those teams where, I mean, for, for, let's face it, everyone up here wants to go to a Sox game. You know, guys, gals, doesn't matter who. It's always like, let's go to a Sox game, go the, you know, cheap seats of the bleachers, and you have a fun time with friends, and you get to watch a game for like 30 bucks. Like, you, you, that's coming back, and you know, I'm at the point too in life where I'll throw the game on. I got, I'll throw it on in the one of the TVs and you watch it. And like, I don't know the names all that well yet, but you know, come back to me in July. And, and but I also think for you too, like it was electric that it was an international stage because you got to see newest Red Sox, your boy Yoshi, who dude, I think you are the biggest fan of. Dude, he is awesome. He's Bryce Harper's dude, biggest fan, and you're his dude, biggest fan. That dude can smash the ball. Yeah. We need that. Like, yeah, Yoshi's electric. That. Like, I'm he's bummed he Yoshi. didn't come to the Phils, but, like, he's going to be, I think, beloved in Boston. I fucking hope so. We need, we need another guy to love. Like, and it's so cool, too, seeing, like, all the players say, like, the World Baseball Classic is awesome. And I hope that, like the the atmosphere that 
all the players got to experience all of the just theatrics and the unbelievable final encourages more players next year across the board, not even just Team USA, but like every nation to say, hey, I want to play in this. Like I want to, I want to be a part of this. And next one's in 2026. That's one of that's our big year. Pitsy and I are trying to go to the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> Just send us. I, I we would have the best time. It would be probably one of the best trips I could go on. I, like, I would love to just I don't care it. if it's oh. Arizona or Miami. Like, we have to go. Anywhere. We have to go. We have to go to it. Experience those crowds. Oh, my God. Like, the international crowds. That's the other thing about it that you, you won't they were so see in cool. the MLB. International crowds are just a different breed. Because, yeah. yes, everyone cheers for their own team. But when countries are involved, everyone's together. And you bring out all the stops. There's flags. There's salt and pepper shakers. Did you see the guy last night who had his face painted like the Japanese flag? Like, yeah, you get war paint like your flag. It's insane. It was unreal. Rudolph the Red Nose. Like Japanese Team Mexico flag. had like the the sombrero in the dugout for the players. Like, and that was the cool part too. I think with competitive baseball being on this early and it being an international stage, and there's a lot of guys who play in Major League Baseball now. I think one thing that the WBC will help with baseball and catering to the younger fan, where like the NBA, we've talked about it, whether it's Matt and myself or, or you and I, like the NBA is very much like the younger crowd. They're more play, fans of players than they are of teams like we are. God, yeah. I think this type of format and this type of tournament is going to help the younger baseball fan attract themselves to players due to the the electricity from the social media clips like think about the players who were on the biggest stage in this world baseball classic randy rosarena like everyone fell in love with like i saw somebody with a hilarious tweet i forget who it was so i apologize they said i think we've all reached this, uh, a level of understanding that when you say Randy, we're just talking about Randy or Rosarena. Like, you just <laughs> yeah. say Randy and everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> it's it's a first name basis now. Is and what, yeah, absolutely, I would agree with that. And, like, his story of, like, how he got to play for Team Mexico was beautiful. Um, like, he makes that catch and then he's signing autographs during the next pitching change. Like, he is, <laughs> he is a man of the people. Like, Randy Rosarena on the biggest stage. Shohei Otani obviously was, like, uh, an icon but now he's even bigger like we oh, talked about it on sunday and i think uh the prior sunday he started the wbc with 1.7 million instagram followers he's Wait. at over 4 million now i believe Dude, that's talk about growing your brand absolutely like that's red insane. sox fans got their first taste of yoshi during this world baseball classic you know mike trout was on an international stage in competitive games for the first time in his career that's Dude, crazy to, to think Trey about Turner could do that's the That's other thing. You crazy. have to see that Trey Turner can actually be Trey Turner, like a home run on the stage. Match. Kyle Schwarber hitting moonshot home runs. Uh, you know, you look at Team Mexico as a whole. Like, me I feel like Mexico baseball is back in in a bigger way than ever. Um, Team Puerto Rico, like phenomenal run once again when they were kind of viewed as underdogs, and oh, yeah. Team oh, Venezuela, like we said. They were they were one Trey Turner grand slam away from they going to the final. They were sneaky. We did talk about that. So 
So, I mean, like, the international stage of baseball, I feel like, is massive, like, on the upswing. And I think this is going to help the Olympics, too. You know, you look at that Olympic roster from 2021, that was was putrid for Team USA. No offense to the guys on that team, but, like, when you're when you're trotting the corpse of Todd Frazier out there to go play <laughs> in the Olympics at like age thirty seven, like come on, that's insane. I, so I hope that like helps international play for Team USA uh, with the Olympics as well. But like, I think the World Baseball Classic is one; it's here to stay. Like it's not going anywhere. But two, I think its level of importance and its level of like passion from fans hit a new stratosphere this year and that's super exciting for the sport of baseball agreed absolutely agreed gotta love it um but shout out to team japan hell of a victory uh you can't hate shohei otani either he's like he's oh, one of the best shohei otani. Oh, i ordered his shohei. team japan jersey you ordered it yeah i ordered it oh i mean that's just that's our guy. Like, I love Shohei. Um, he's he's awesome. And like, did you did you see Pedro uh, post World Baseball Classic? Did an interview for MLB Network with Shohei no. and like thanked him for what he does for the sport of baseball. And like, Shohei almost seemed like embarrassed by like all the compliment. Like it was like overwhelming almost from like getting all these compliments and everything and like you could feel like feel see how like awkward he felt by just like i'm just me type of thing yeah yeah that's that's what it felt like um but it was really cool to see like an icon like pedro martinez like thank shohei otani for what he does for the sport of baseball you know the way he like goes out and respects the game and like does everything the way that he does and it was like and Pedro told no lies. It was a beautiful like back and forth, and uh, that's awesome. It was like I'll that's check. Got to be out. so cool for him, and like oh, absolutely. It was oh, really awesome. Cool. Gotta love Pedro. We love Pedro. We're a pro that Pedro my, podcast. Um, Triple Pedro P's. Martinez is in my Mount Rushmore of favorite athletes of all time. Triple P's pro Pedro podcast. Played for both of our teams. Pitched he in a World for Series for both of our teams. Enemy. He played for the enemy. I don't even remember him there. I I choo- I pretend not to see. I know. Pretend not to see. T- technically, Pedro Martinez and Tom Brady have both been expos. Just saying. Just true. Saying. That's a lot. That's of, true. That's a lot of boss right there. Pedro. Uh, Pedro pitched in the World Series for both of our teams. His last year in the league, he was on the 2009 Phillies. Yeah, the one that. That we lost. No, the loss. We should have won. I get, my, I get my ears confused. Should have won that. Um, but yeah, World Baseball Classic was electric. Can't wait for 2026. We have to be there. We have to be there. We have to be there. Uh, but moving right along from the WBC to our Philadelphia 76ers, it is brought to you by our amazing friends over at Kenwood Beer, Philadelphia's number one light lager. Guys, you can get Kenny's at the Wells Fargo Center. Kenny's at the Wells Fargo Center. Come on now. No better match than Sixers playoff basketball and a nice cold Kenny cracking open at the Farg. 
Uh, you can also use the Kenny tracker at KenwoodBeer.com and see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You can also get it at your local liquor store if you are in Philadelphia. And if you're in eastern Pennsylvania, you can get it at your local home goods. Um, so go to KenwoodBeer.com and uh, use the all-new and improved Kenny tracker. Follow them on social media at Kenwood Beer because they post some hilarious stuff, especially on Twitter. Uh, you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Kenny will also be part of our live tailgate podcast on April 8th, 2023. More details on that later on in the show. But, Pitts, the Sixers are back at it tonight after a double overtime loss the other night to the Chicago Bulls. They are back at it against the Chicago Bulls tonight, this time in Chicago. Uh, right around when this episode will sign off uh eight o'clock eastern time sixers currently third in the eastern conference a game back of your celtics a lot of jockeying still to be done for the one two and three seed in the east going into the playoffs james harden out tonight with an achilles soreness injury uh he had a pretty putrid game against the bulls uh, last time out, he had five points in 46 minutes. You could kind of tell that something was not right. Um, but Sixers, I think, are doing the right thing. Let him rest. You're going to the West Coast for three games after this Chicago game starting on Friday, and they're almost back-to-back-to-back. It's Friday, Saturday, and Monday. So let James Harden rest. Yeah, there's no... Trying to see where, where the level of tolerance can be at for those three games against the Warriors, Suns, and Nuggets. And then you get back right at it. Um, but an Achilles injury at his age, like, you don't want to mess with that. You don't want to, you know, fool around with that too much. So, like, let James rest as much as you can kind of allow him to. Um, I agree with that. Plus, it's not like you don't have Tyrese Maxey, which is a, a huge benefit for this team. And the thing is that looking at the standings now, I mean, if he sits, we'll say max five games, sits max five games just for argument's sake. If you win two of those, I mean, and or whatever, like you won't fall that much in the standings point is, you know, you're not going to, it's really just going to be that race between Bucks, Celts and Sixers. I would say for the top three, maybe the Cavs give you a run, but like you're still in a top four with him returning, would say right before the playoffs to get him loosened up and whatnot. Sixers are still a good team. You know, it's, it's still competitive. And I mean, what, let me look, or do unless you know it off the top of your head, uh, then the West coast games, who are those games again? Uh, so it starts on Friday at golden state, Saturday at Phoenix, and then Monday at Denver. Yeah. Those are, yeah, I yeah. See, at least if you you gotta at least rest in the first two, those are tough games, and you can't you can't wear them out. So be off tonight, off tomorrow for travel. I say you can afford to kind of rest him against Golden State almost. That's what. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. That's where I'm leaving. See how he is Saturday, and then obviously Monday against the Nuggets. That's kind of you know your battle for the MVP in a sense between. Uh, Jokic and Joel Embiid who should be the MVP but uh he is the odds on favorite right now to win the MVP for the first time uh in a long time why why isn't Jason Tatum getting love is he like is are is Jokic and Embiid really that like 
Farhad because Jokic and Embiid and Giannis kind of just like they're all around players. Like they play. Well, I should say Embiid and Giannis are all around players. Jokic doesn't play defense. Um, but that's we could have a whole podcast on that. Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah. I'm gonna need, but okay. but when it comes to Embiid and Giannis, especially like they're all around players. They play defense. They're offensive, you know, weapons in the NBA, and all three of them do what they do, and they're big men, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, yeah, kind of crazy, yeah. So I think that's part of it. Like Tatum's fine in terms of defense, but he's not like a stalwart, like superstar defensive player. I would say he's more of an offensive player when you think of Jason. Yeah, Tatum. just well, yeah, okay. Um, okay. And that, that but I be. think Tatum, if I'm not mistaken, is. Like he's, he's in like the top ten players, probably okay. top seven. Uh, I'm gonna look right now and see kind of where he lies. Um, he's just a, like when you watch him, it's every time this dude just gets to the bucket, and if he doesn't, he can just pull up. And I don't know, he just they, I've watched fourth. probably more Celtics this season than I have in a long time, and. Getting to watch Jason Tatum on, uh, I would say, a semi-nightly basis, you just realize there's a diff. Like, this is the guy. This is your franchise guy that you just are obsessed with. Yeah. Embiid right now is the favorite, followed by Jokic, then Giannis, then Tatum uh, Okay, so at plus 10,000. <laughs> and then uh When Luka someone hands you Booker. plus 10,000 odds, you take it. Kevin Malone. And then Luca and Devin Booker are plus fifty thousand, like dead in Luka the water. Luca's another there, guy but... that I fucking just oh does not get the love. I feel like, but yeah, I mean, I I think it's the smart move for the Sixers to to rest James Harden tonight. You're playing the Bulls. You should be able to beat the Bulls. Hopefully, you don't go to another double overtime game, uh, which was just brutal because that's when Embiid fouled out, and that was kind of like okay, this game's over. You know, it's double overtime. No Joel Embiid to play hero for you uh and you're absolutely gassed because you're in double overtime right now and you have to get on a plane after this to yeah go to chicago to play this same team um so we'll see what happens against the bulls but you know the sixers right now 48 and 23 uh same amount of losses as the celtics just two back in the win column so one game overall um it's going to be a fun stretch run here, though, between these three teams for lobbying for the one, two, and three seed. Cavs are at 46 and 28, but I think they're kind of, you know, settled in at that four seed unless some sort of catastrophic collapse happens from one of those three teams at the top. Yeah, I don't see that. But uh, I think I think it's going to be pretty fun watching down the stretch. NBA basketball in the Eastern Conference for the first time in a long time, which is exciting. Like, that's good for the league when you have competitive basketball at the top, not just, you know, teams trying to fight for their way into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You have competitive basketball between your top three seeds going into these final weeks of the regular season for seeding, for who is going to have full-blown home court advantage throughout the playoffs, who's going to, you know, have home court advantage if a two-versus-three matchup happens. Like, that's fun. That's fun basketball in April. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, plus, you know, coming up tomorrow, Pitsy, by the time people are listening to this, 
We get. I'm more excited for the games than I am to watch my bracket. Oh, just absolutely fumble the bag like it does have underground week. madness yeah. for another weekend, baby. Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and we've had shakeups with coaching. The glue guys will have a new episode out tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. So definitely check that out. Owen's been going super mode on getting these episodes out for the people. Uh, so definitely go subscribe to the glue guys, college basketball podcast, uh, presented by underground sports, Philadelphia, shout out to them for, uh, their first March under the underground umbrella. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully the Sixers get a big dub tonight. You know, keep, keep climbing up that ladder, climb that ladder, get the one seed. Who says no, who says no to the one seed Sixers besides this buffoon. Who's a Celtics fan. Yeah, well, it's because the Celtics are the balls. Listen no here, tough guy. <laughs> All right, listen, tough guy speaking. Celtics are the balls. You guys can have your two. Okay, that's fine. You're in the playoffs. We'll see you in the EC in the ECF. That's great, but don't take our one seed. That's all I'm saying. Don't take you know, one. The I'll tough root for guy you thing. Till we play each other. The tough guy thing. We'll we'll address the tough guy thing on uh, on Sunday night's episode. The first thing I thought of when I saw that was the the meme of the guy. It's the video where he's like, you're not that guy, pal. You're, you're not, not that, that guy. guy. You're not that guy. You're not that tough guy, pal. You're not that tough guy. You're not that tough guy. I'm not a tough guy. I'm really not. Um, He's I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm like the Hulk, okay? You know, you just don't want to get me angry. You don't want to call the Hulk Bruce while he's the Hulk. Don't know. Call him Hulk. Don't call him, Let him don't smash. Call him I'll kill. I will. Oh, I love bitch. it. I love it. Pitsy, NFL free agency. There we uh, go. Has been wild. It's brought to you by our awesome energy partners over at W Energy. Pitsy, you know what I'm sipping on right here? Is it Galaxy Granada? It is Big Energy Tears. Blue Raspberry Dubby is at the studio. You drinking the energized tears of your haters. I love it. I love it. And I'm happy that W was able to provide you uh, the tears of your haters. It's the nice. reviews were not lying. This tastes like the blue portion of your bomb pop from the 4th of July. <laughs> Are we having a money? We didn't. We, we, we're, we're, it we're is, it I, is I, the. I, the it is that blue like it is so good okay it is so I, good okay you can't do the bomb pop was no joke i think my favorite part of fourth of july and i always had three of them so uh yeah all right here it is oh 40 yeah we just gotta send it yeah all right we're gonna send it here and we'll use our 10 percent off where are this is a live order i'm doing live this. order of w you can't you can't find a better I sent you the, the code to use. Yes, you sent um, me the code. But Dubby is our exclusive energy partner. They have been keeping us energized all of March and pretty much year-round uh, since they've gotten on board with us. They are the best in the game for clean, crash-and-jitter-free energy. Uh, they're going to war on big energy, too. Look at, the, look at the labels of some of the energy drinks you guys right now listening or watching. Uh, probably have in your hand to get through the rest of your day. Uh, take a peek at the nutrition label. Dubby was tired of big energy favoring profit 
over quality and making energy drinks loaded with jitters, maltodextrin filler, which means they're putting stuff in it to make it appear like there's more substance in the container than there actually is. Artificial colors. And Pitsy, you want to know the craziest part about this? What? Typically, blue flavor things are that neon blue. Mm-hmm. Not the not the big energy tears because there's no artificial colors, no artificial dyes. You don't have to worry about that. And it's still the most incredible flavor out there. There's no dyes, no sugars, and other no other BS in Dubby. They grew upset with these type of energy drinks and decided to wage the war on big energy by releasing their own energy drinks, which are cleaner, jitter, and crash-free, which Pitsy and I both can attest to. There's no oh, jitters, no crash, no weird like feeling in your body after you you drink some of those big energy drinks. With with Dubby, there's none of that. You feel completely at ease and kind of you, you feel locked in like Trey Turner was during the World Baseball Classic. Uh, so here's to paving the road for a better oh future God. for energy drinks, where the status quo is no longer profits over quality, where quality actually matters. And where energy drinks don't get a bad rap for being unhealthy and harmful to consume. Are you going to stand with us here at Underground Sports and Dubby and go to war on big energy? We hope you do. Go to Dubby.gg and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. It's the most effective way, along with getting your merch, uh, to support us. Dubby, it's a direct line-to-line. You buy with our code. Dubby helps support the pod. Dubby.gg. Code underground, 10% off your order. Pitsy, NFL free agency, kind of wave two has hit the streets. The Eagles have signed Nick Morrow from the Chicago Bears. Makes a ton of sense as our new defensive coordinator used to work for the Bears. Makes a ton of sense. You're, you're bringing in familiar faces. Uh, Greedy Williams, now part of the Eagles as well, officially signed his contract. That was a and, huge uh, signing. That was a huge signing by you guys. The pre-draft visits are underway, and who's visiting the Eagles, Patty Pitts? None other than Texas running back Bijan Robinson having a pre-draft visit in Philadelphia. I don't know how I feel about that. That's lethal. That is a lethal combination. I I don't know. Uh, wow. I mean, if there's one, yeah, I mean, I don't really see a need on like for you guys to draft other than, you know, a nice running back. I'm, I'm in. That's nice. It has been uh, – I'm pulling up the, the free agents list here. Just the, the tracker, if you will. Um, also, you know, we talked about it on Sunday's episode when we started recording right after C.J. Gardner-Johnson signed with your Detroit Lions. Um, his agent has looked horrible on the timeline. Horrible. Not- Tweeting out <laughs> – I think I sent you the tweet. You where, did. No, I was going to say, you sent me this. You know, yeah. What would you rather take? A three-year guaranteed contract with more money on the back end or a one-year prove-it deal? I don't know, yeah, buddy. Like, Maybe the contract that's going to give me more stability and more money? Yeah. To me, when you tweet out shit like that, it's defense mechanism, and you're trying to defend your point where if you were really that confident in it, and I get – I may not know, you know, the backlash that he was receiving or if he felt like that, but it just, to me, there's no need to go into details about it. Let the people talk about it. You know, they're going to talk whether you say something or not. And, you know, you just gave us more ammo to be like, that was kind of on you 
for letting him slip through the Eagles, which it worked out in a way because, yeah. you know, the Greedy Williams signing is massive. I'm a big Greedy Williams fan. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just a very odd decision to have your agent or having your agent tweet out hypotheticals about your contract and why it was a good decision where the only person that it should matter if it was a good decision is the person getting the contract. Yeah. And Jeff McClain reported, I think either yesterday or today too, that uh, the Eagles viewed CJ as a, as a liability and, you know, as, as kind of dangerous uh, in a sense that he'd be coming into all of this money and they wouldn't know what he would do with all of this money. I'm just, That's, we are just yeah, the messenger cool. here. Just letting that out there. Oh yeah. That, that is all. It's not yeah. from us. Uh, oh. Which that is something that our good pal, Ralph Marlboro from Saints Happy Hour podcast has told me that yeah, he did CJ that. is a head case. You know, he is somebody that will ruffle feathers and will be kind of a, a liability in a lot of senses. So that's something Howie Roseman doesn't deal with. And, you know, when you can go and get James Bradbury and Darius Slay on the contract she did, when you get Greedy Williams to come in here, um, I'm totally okay with how everything has transpired. The Eagles will be okay. Reed Blankenship is still here too. The SS Blankenship, shout out to Reed. Uh, and you just go draft the safety. Yeah. Plain draft and safety and then draft Bijan Robinson and then you guys got another Super Bowl. Eagles also uh, signed a safety who was the guy that replaced C.J. Gardner-Johnson last year in New Orleans, uh, officially signed today, uh, Justin Evans. Okay. So, you know, more safety help uh, coming along the way for the birds and uh, totally okay with how things are transpiring right now for the Eagles. Just looking mm -hmm. at the rest of uh, free agency here and who is still available. Green uh, Goblin, your boy, we, we picked him back up. Yeah, I was bummed about that. I was a little bummed. But that also like tells you a lot, too. Jalen Mills, in an injury-riddled season for him last year, got the same money that C.J. Gardner-Johnson got from the Detroit Lions. <laughs> that tells you what the safety market was. Yeah, that's just – that's tough. That just – you hate – but, yeah. It was uh, – I was expecting him to come back anyways. You know, the Patriots are notorious for releasing guys and then being like, yeah, test it, see what happens. And then they come back and, you know, everything's happy dandy. Some interesting names still available in free agency. Uh, can I interest you in one 30-year-old quarterback, Carson Wentz? No. No, I want uh, nowhere near my team. Matt Ryan. Uh, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> okay, you're going you're gonna to think I'm a lunatic, but I would sign Kenny Galladay immediately. I would sign Kenny Galladay to the Patriots. Give him a base contract. He's a big target. He's we see uh, Mac Jones just throw. He's to kill Harry just with more don't NFL you experience. Don't you dare say that's like uh, Voldemort. You don't say Nikhil <laughs> Harry in my presence. You say Nikhil three times. He shows up right next to you. He don't. Uh, there's a mirror right there. Don't you dare. I can't. I can't deal with it because Nikhil Harry. I even said this, and then the Patriots disagree with me, and look what happened. And it's just – you could have anybody. That's the thing in that draft. You could have had any receiver that wasn't Nikhil Harry, 
and it would have been a thousand times better. Any receiver, go look. Any other receiver. It's the opposite of Amon Ron. Still out there as well. Bud Dupree, I believe, is still a free agent uh, linebacker. Um, Byron Jones, still a free agent. Uh, Didn't Taylor... he retire or something? Or am I thinking of someone I don't else? know. I don't know if he retired or not. There was some, like, late, like he, can't, he can't jump the same or something. There's some, like, viral tweet about. It was either some Jones on the Dolphins. He just, like, can't jump the same, and it was because of some sort I don't know. There's a whole thing about I read on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look, have to look more into that. Um, Taylor Lewan, still a free agent, recovering from uh, that ACL injury. Got released by the Titans. Uh, Frank Clark, still a free agent, but he's got some off-the-field issues that he's dealing with. Um, so it might be a while before we see Frank Clark sign a contract. Ezekiel Elliott, still a free agent at the ripe age of 27. Uh, Leonard Floyd, still a free agent. Uh, let's see here. You're missing one uh, guy, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, the man formerly known as Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Sideshow Rob. I think one of the funniest internet videos of all time is the Surper Robbie Anderson. Hands down. Hands down, one of my favorite NFL mic'd up videos. You know what's oh, even crazier about that video? None of those guys are Panthers anymore. They, they traded Sir Per too to get the what? first pick. <laughs> Sir <laughs> Per is a player to be named later. He was a Per to be named later. Damn it! <laughs> That's wait. It was Robbie Anderson. Who's the other one? DJ Moore. Oh, DJ Moore. You mean the greatest receiver in Chicago Bears history? Statistically, Trey Turner has played more games in a Phillies uniform than DJ Moore has played in a Bears uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the better player? Wait, he's be he's got better stats than Brandon Marshall. I swear to God, look, like, look it up, like wow. DJ Moore. Statistically, I read this that when he was signed, became like either the greatest or top three Bears receiver of all time. And on this list, I saw the name Mike Ditka. So that wow. is how far, like, dude, wow. the Bears do not like throwing the football. No, they're they're old school ground and pound. The Bears, dude, I'm shocked they haven't ran the wishbone. I also hope DJ Chark goes and signs with another uh, Jungle Cat team to complete the trifecta. Hoping it's like the Carolina Panthers, because. Uh, He's played for the Jaguars and the Detroit Lions in his Bengals career. would be another one. Bengals. I mean, great. if you want to trade T. Higgins somewhere, pick That's up a great DJ bit. Clark. That's a great bit. I've only played for Jungle Cats. That isn't. That is a great. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar still free agent. That kind of surprises me a little bit. Like, yeah, people have their gripes about Nelson Aguilar, but like. His time with the Raiders, and I even think, you know, he had moments with the Patriots that, like, he's been a very solid, you know, depth-wide receiver. How many times did when I was doing my free agency, I mean, fantasy waiver wire blogs, how many times I write about Nelson Aguilar? Yeah. The dude was catching 30-yard, 40-yard passes almost every week. He's a viable deep threat in the right offense. The problem was that he, the Patriots just wasn't the right offense. I mean, it's a team like the Jaguars – 
The Texans could use some help right now too. The Cardinals could use a deep threat. You know, the there's a lot of teams that could use a guy like Nelson Aguilar. Surprises me that guys like Eric Rowe and Kareem Hunt are still free agents. Eric Rowe's been phenomenal in his time in Miami. Uh, Kareem Hunt needs to be signed. Kareem that Hunt man. is a head scratcher. Like, yes, he's had his off the field issues, and I like wouldn't want him on my team, obviously. Um, yeah, but kind of surprising because Kareem Hunt seems like a guy who's brought up every NFL trade deadline and was never traded. It's because now he's a free agent, and <laughs> nobody wants to sign him. Dude, he's such a dual. Like, he's such a good dual threat running back. And I think people really forget the fact that in his rookie year, he led the league in rushing. I mean, the dude can can move the ball. He's fast, explosive. I would love him on the Patriots. However, it's not going to happen after James Robinson got signed by them and Damian Harris went to the Bills. So that's not going to happen. But imagine Kareem Hunt in an offense where they just need a guy to do screen passes or they need, you know, of just – a quick explosive big spurt uh quick spurts guy. I I, I don't know. Why. I would I, love for the Phil not that the Philadelphia Eagles need to sign uh a guy because they will more than likely draft an offensive lineman depth wise in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Uh but <laughs> free agent twenty nine year old Washington commanders guard. I need it for the Philadelphia bit and <laughs> just the, the radio callers. Spelled T R A I Trey Turner. <laughs> That would throw so many people off. I need it. Like, why is it spelled with an A? I don't or A I. I don't. Well, get the amount it. of people that would just spell each of the guys' names wrong when they're talking about oh, the God. other guy. Oh, absolutely! I need it. Trey Turner, sign with the birds. Come on. That would be a multiverse of Trey Turners. Uh, also, still kind of. Uh, surprising in terms of uh free agents somebody like rocky sin is a free agent uh 26 years old corner like that's somebody that like a competitive team you go and sign really him to him. be like a depth corner um, really use rodney mcleod is still a free agent that's kind of surprising to me i would love rodney back in philadelphia um but yeah, there's still there's still a ton of free agents out there. Like we mentioned on Sunday show, free agency is just getting started, so uh, it's gonna be wild to see what else transpires. You know, before the draft, we're about a, a, a five weeks away from the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy how time works, Pitts. Dude, that's insane to me. It's just it's coming up this this quick. I don't know. It feels like just yesterday we were at the combine. Yeah, it's wild. really. Um, looking here. Wow, a uh, little bit of free agency breaking news. Uh, Raiders tight end Foster Moreau. A lot of fantasy football players probably know him when he would step mm-hmm. in for Everybody Darren Waller. Uh, says during a routine physical conducted by the Saints medical team in New Orleans, uh, he came to learn that he has Hodgkin's lymphoma says that he will be stepping away from football oh that's so sad that's the second time the saints have saved somebody's life due to a physical same thing happened to uh john dorenboss when the eagles traded him to the saints found out he had a heart condition and saved his life wow 
That's crazy. That's so sad. That's wild. Sending our best to Foster Moreau. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, that's that's wild. Just seeing if there's anything else. Wow, it's actually the third time because they detected a heart condition with Nick Fairley in the summer of 2017. Jeez, Nick Fairley? Look at the Saints. Shout out to the Saints. Saints medical Saints. team. Um, yeah, wild stuff. Wild, wild stuff. Uh, quick little hitter here. Philadelphia Union. They are looking to bounce back after a tough loss to uh, to Montreal last week. Uh, mm. They play Orlando City at home this week. Union... For whatever reason, they're just notorious slow starters, and then they end up being the best team in the league. So, not too concerned, but you want to see some semblance of you know this offense being together, full fledged once again, and putting up points like we know that they can. Uh, Andre Blake's obviously out with an injury, which is brutal to not have the best goalie in the league. Um, but hopefully, the Union bounce back against Orlando. They've also advanced in the uh, the Concacaf Champions League, so. That'll be coming up next Tuesday as well, their next leg of that. So hopefully the Union keep advancing in the Champions League. Um, and then Pitsy Survivor 44. It's brought to you by our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com, check out all their sunglasses, blue light plus glasses. You should be protecting your eyes, whether you're inside or outside, with Tomahawk Shades. Use code USP for 25% off your order at checkout at TomahawkShades.com. That's TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order. I just totally forgot that I didn't put my votes in for Fantasy Survivor, so I apologize to my group. Um, That's brutal. That's tough. That's what happens when you just got a lot of stuff going. It's the first time. It's a first-time offense. Yeah, for you, that's, that's like shit's going on. Like you we, know. you're a busy guy right now. You're I'm a busy, busy guy, guy right busy guy, you know, uh, but survivor 44, we are still rocking and rolling with our, our winner pick. Um, Danny's looking great. He's been hilarious, getting great edits in the episodes. Um, he ate <laughs> the clue for the fake hidden immunity idol last week. Most Northeast the- firefighters are just built different. They're just built eat? different. It was like a piece of parchment that said, like, this is a fake idol. So he just ate that to make sure nobody found it. <laughs> That's crazy. That's built different. Just... Built different. Northeast firefighters are built different. Apparently. My God. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, Survivor, you know, continuing on, we're going to hop out and uh, go tune in to see what's going on in Fiji, but make sure you follow at buffs and snuffs on Twitter. We're going to have a full blown recap next Wednesday with Matt. We'll get all up to speed with survivor. I apologize to my fantasy survivor group. Please don't exile me uh, for not getting my votes. Don't, don't, don't vote Kyle off the Island, please. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I did want to bring this up to you. Even though you're not full blown into survivor survivor used to have the survivor auction on the show where like, castaways got to you know they'd get fake money to bid on different things we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we found out about it jeff probes now has like a post episode podcast that goes live after every episode he asked everybody how to fix the survivor auction because they took it away because 
at one point they started putting advantages in and everybody would just hold on to their money until the end when the advantage would be up for auction. Mm. What would be the Pat Pitts method of fixing the survivor auction to make it fair, balanced, and people still wanting to be involved in every single round? Some of the things that I have seen brought up are you include the advantages in stuff people are bidding on. So like two advantages happen in the auction, but they are included in so like something. Typically it's like food that you're getting. Um, and back, back in the day, it was disgusting stuff and good stuff. Um, but like put it in the cloche when they bring it back to start eating it. There's, there's a little clue or something for an advantage or for an idol or something like that. I think that would work. What um, would be, what, all right. I'm trying to brain blast Jimmy Neutron style here or something. All right. So what I'm thinking is what they should do for the auction is kind of do it like fantasy waiver wire. And, you know, with the fab budget where you only bidding so much, whatever, or whatever that is. But then, if you want to bring up the advantage again, maybe when the winner, like it, it's not discussed, like you bring it up and because someone want to challenge that week or they find something, it's like you found the advantage. It's going to be in the you know yeah. auction this week. And if you just don't like for what you just said, was it every time they would save it for the end? Yeah, so like food would be up for auction. People like would barely bid anything, and they try to save as much of their money as possible because they the knew that the advantage would be the, the last thing. Okay, I no. think you also got to just put the uh the you could put the advantage like the second item. People go bid on it, you know. Um, three also, secret think, items, three secret items, and you don't know what they are. You have to bid on the secret item. Yeah. I and also then, think a silent auction would be electric. Oh, a silent auction is perfect. Would be electric. Because then yeah. you don't know truly what is being bid on. And you don't know what the item that it is until the end. Yeah. Like, you keep everything secret. And it's a silent, secret auction. So you're bidding your money still. But you don't know what you're bidding on. I like the three. With the hopes of how many items there being are an advantage. I think back in the day it was like seven or eight. Okay, so you may if it's eight, three of those items are secret, and you have no idea what they are. And then you bid on it like it's a secret item. It's not this is the secret item, and then reveal to you it's you bid on the secret item, and then you don't know, you can't find out what it was until everything is done, like the entire auction. And then you find out that you like either have so it's like oh I bet all my money on this secret I'm thinking it was the advantage, and it's some um, whatever the shittiest you know thing you get in the auction is. You like yeah. it's it adds strategy where it's like you're not putting all your chips in, but you're also not all you know hoarding them till you get that moment. Yeah, there's so many like ways to go about it. We're gonna yeah. continue workshopping ways to fix it all season long. Comment on YouTube your way to fix the Survivor Auction. Uh, we want to hear from you guys as well. Shout out to Jeff Probst. Uh, but make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. 
twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review. It does go a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Helps us do more fun stuff. And hopefully in 2026, we'll be big enough that it lets Pitsy and I go to the World Baseball Classic. So go subscribe. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes of this podcast, every podcast on our network, live streams, original content. It's all on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's get to 430 subscribers by the end of March. And of course, this podcast is presented by the city of Vineland, where it's always growing season. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you are considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856 794 Four one zero zero. That's eight five six seven nine four forty one hundred. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. Also, big shout out to Main Auto LLC, Security Twenty One Security Systems, Paul J Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. This has been episode number five eighteen of Underground Sports Philadelphia. We did it live, Pitsy. We did it live. We did it live. The tough guy goes live. Go, the double champ. Matter of fact, he's only a double. He's only a tough guy. He's the double tough guy. He's the double tough guy right there. This has been episode number five eighteen of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Stick around on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. Top bins with Dom Ponteri and yours truly going live right after this. Uh, if you're watching live, but shout out to everybody. This is episode five eighteen of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Till next time, we are signing off. Peace.